having me, David. Uh, this, this is great. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor. We certainly appreciate you coming on. And you know, the great thing about um, REPB and plus GFOR plus SPB um, is that, you know, you've done these mergers and, you know, since you've come in, you know, there's, it's kind of like the state, I guess, of the associations around the country are, are trying to, you know, maybe as far as like scalability and stuff like Merge, that. Merge, consolidate, um, try to bring the resources together, make sure that we're cutting down the red tape for uh, the brokers and the agents so they don't have to join as many associations and MLS specifically um, so they have access to the data. And um, Jeremy Ulster, um, uh, he, he's a broker down in Pocatello, right? Uh, he mentioned, you know, he wanted to ask, because I always ask the, uh, the, the people uh, watching or following, um, you know, ask questions, you know, and I certainly ask them. Um, he wanted to know, you know, how was it with these mergers? Like, you know, I mean, was there a lot of obstacles? What, what was the challenge? Was there, you know, resistance? Uh, what, what? Well, they're, they're, <laughs> each merger was um, unique, to, to say the, the least. Um, so now we have done about four mergers in seven years. Um, and so we did our last one two months ago with the South Broward Board of Realtors, which was wonderful. And um, really, we first did our, um, the, the merger about seven years ago with St. Lucie, and that was around the time that we broke down the regional MLS. Um, if for those of you that have been around for a while, uh, we were part of a regional MLS with um, two other associations. That was the St. Lucie Realtor Association and the Jupiter Cuesta Hope Sound uh, Realtor Association. And um, we decided that it was probably in all of your members' best interest to break down that regional MLS and bring services in-house um, there was a lot of confusion on who was servicing the agent, um, levels of customer service. We were able to bring down the cost for our members as well. And so bringing in that regional MLS spurred our first merger with St. Lucie. Um, during the breaking down of regional MLS, we realized that we had a lot of things in common with um, our St. Lucie neighbors. And so we thought it was a great opportunity to bring both groups together. And so that spurred our, our first merger. But before that, the Palm Beaches was actually um, a product of many mergers as well. There was the Boca uh, Realtor yeah, Association, which you might remember, board. right? Yeah, and, and so many others. So um, really, I think mergers is, is really the essence of who we are um, here. And so, uh, you know, like again, we, we picked that up again seven years ago. Then we did the merger with um, the Greater Fort Lauderdale Realtors and the, the Realtors Association of Palm Beaches about two years ago. And that was the largest merger that the National Association of Realtors has ever seen before. Uh, so that was quite the undertaking. Awesome. Yeah, and um, so we're always, you know, very flexible with our mergers, making sure that we continue to tweak the things um, that we don't have just right. And so then when we, um, you know, look to our neighbors um, in South Broward, they thought that we had a really great um, model going with all of the mergers that we had done in the past. They saw a way that they could fit in with us, and so uh, we decided to put that partnership together with them. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I saw, at least with the South Broward board, uh, you know, pretty much firsthand. So, you know, what was great was you, you kind of, it's kind of like the same thing with brokerage, right? So um, a lot of times when we're recruiting or whatever, you know, we want to be their broker before um, they actually come to work with us. Right. And it was, it was the same thing that I witnessed was that you brought them in, you allowed them to see the benefits and services that REPB plus GFR at the time were, were doing. And South Broward was big, you know, participating and kept coming to the meetings, the committee meetings. And then all of a sudden they said, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I think that's a, a phenomenal way to um, really, you know, show the value 
by allowing them in and participating so they could see it firsthand what the benefits are. Yeah. All these mergers really started, you know, with, with friendships and, and seeing that actually we were much more alike than we were different. And um, we know that every single time a broker has to join another realtor association or another MLS, um, it's, it's a lot more red tape, it's more money, it's harder for you to um, make sure that you have all the data in the places that you need them to be. So um, once we kind of realized that there was just so many benefits to merging, um, these were able to happen. So, uh, you know, it's amazing the transformation from, you know, RMLS, you know, um, and, and um, you know, the, those that have been around a while, like uh, Deanna said, you know, the, we used to have a regional multiple listing service called RMLS. And um, you know the the difference between the board then and the board now is like, I mean, it, it's totally opposites because you know as I remember it um, as a, as a new agent 17 years ago, um, you know when I went in there and I was doing some user groups and stuff with uh, uh, Kristen Carr and, and and Bill Tyson and Bill Richardson and, and you know and all these people that were um, you know kind of influential in getting me involved in the board. They were more of, um, you know, stay away. They were, they were, they were pushing you away rather than bringing you in. And I think that the great thing, and, and this is kind of like a, a segue to, um, you know, we used to have this, I don't know, animosity. I don't know, it's probably a strong word towards, you know, the Miami realtors. You know, when they when they do the JTHS and all this stuff. And now we we have so much more of a collaboration that we're working together. You know, and it's the same thing with the brokerage business. It doesn't matter who you work for. It's really, you know. It's cooperation. Absolutely, because we're in this industry together and the people that are gonna keep each other together and collaborate and perpetuate professionalism are gonna be the ones that are standing in, you know, in the industry for a while. I mean, that's really one of the things that, that makes um, realtors very unique is that they cooperate and they're competitors. And so, um, you know, we thought that's very important in the South Florida marketplace that we also, you know, make sure that we cooperate. We are very unique. Most MLSs do not share actually MLS information. And so to think that you have the largest association to our South, which is Miami, and then our association, which is the third largest in the nation, cooperating and competing um, is, is really quite an amazing feat. And a lot of people nationally have a hard time really understanding how we were able to uh, accomplish that. You know, and it, um, I, I don't know if you've ever read a, a book uh, called Freakonomics, um, but uh, I, I cite this book a lot because um, it was, I think it was written in 2001, 2002 by chief economists. And they talked about um, the, the, I don't know, the, I guess the way that realtors would no longer be valuable in a transaction. Um, and they said by 2005 that, you know, realtors would be out of business. And, um, and one of the things they do is they, they compared like industries. So they compared like um, the teaching industry mm -hmm. to sumo wrestling industry. <laughs> Interesting. So the teaching and the sumo wrestling industry are, um, at that time were both cheating, you know, basically, you know, in order to incentivize um, teachers and such, they needed to, you know, get better grades for the schools and they found a way, you know, to get those bonuses. Um, the same thing with the sumo wrestling, you know, there were matches where, you know, uh, uh, bribes were happening and whatever. Da, da. But the real um, eye-opener um, is that the realtors and the realtors associations were compared to the KKK. Oh. And the reason why was because they said that we kept our information, like, mm -hmm. 
behind us together. You know, like we held it from society. We didn't want consumers to see it and stuff like that. We weren't transparent. And uh, boy, uh, you know, times have changed since right, 2001, 2002. Yes. And, you know, and it's great to see, you know, obviously the value of a realtor is more on a, you know, hey, we know the area, we know the ins and outs of things. It's about service. Service, relationship building, um, knowing um, where to go and how to go and navigate some of the obstacles. And, um, you know, it's a little different than what Freakonomics was. Uh, yeah, Freakonomics is definitely updated. <laughs> I, I do not but, think that that holds true at all. And, and so, yeah, the, the, the data that, you know, is that the brokers own, and that's one of the big things that we, you know, pride ourselves at the Realtor Association MLS is we, we're very well aware that that is the broker's information that you have bestowed upon us in order for you guys to have a more cohesive uh, marketplace to, to compete and cooperate in. Uh, so we appreciate that, and we never call it our own data from the MLS Association, which is, I think, sometimes, you know, people do do believe that. But the data, you know, is, is out there, obviously, on, on many different portals these days, and um, the, the relationship really has changed to make sure that, the, or the value proposition that realtors um, are about the service that, that you give every day. And, um, and I think now everybody is about the consumer, right? Everybody knows mm -hmm. that if we don't keep the consumer, you know, front and center, making sure that they feel that they're being engaged, um, constantly that that that's the way that we're going to, to you know not be as as prosperous as we can as an industry is if we would focus on that so if um, you know on a day-to-day -day basis realtors get asked this by consumers all the time and and you have a different question that you get asked which I'll get to but um you know realtors are like how's the market you know the consumers are how's the market how's the market well when you probably go around People are like, how's the MLS? How's the MLS? What's the future of the MLS? Mm -hmm. You know, um, there are so many, um, you know, great things and tech, uh, you know, portals and all these different things that are, are trying to, you know, help the consumer while helping themselves. Um, you know, what is the future of the MLS? So the, the future of our MLS is to continue to try to give our brokers and agents as much access to the data that they need in order to do the work that, that they need to do and the tools. Um, you know, there, there are so many different, um, different products out there that our MLS committee actually vets for our members to make sure that they're actually useful. Uh, we try to make sure that we don't just take every single product in-house because it becomes overwhelming to the brokers and the realtors on which one should I really use, which one's better. You guys don't really have time to kind of sift through all that. So we try to do a lot of the vetting in-house to, to save you all time and choose the really best products um, on, on a short list that you can all find on your dashboard if you haven't seen that before. Mm -hmm. um, easy, you know, little tiles to, to see which products and services. Um, but we feel that really helps um, all of you like get to the products that are really the most essential for your business. Um, so that's one of our big value propositions in the MLS. Uh, again, making sure that you have access to all the information that we've broken down, um, the, the ways that you can access that information through different feeds. Um, right now, as we were talking about, we had several MLSs. Each association had their own MLS. And so by taking those all together, we're looking at making sure that we're providing you one data feed um, in the future and that um, any issue that you might have in the marketplace um, when it comes to data, we can help be a resource for you. And, you know, the great thing is, is that, you, I mean, you travel the country, um, you know, on many, many boards and all different things that, um, and you're looking for, you know, the, the, the most advanced, the most, you know, um, proactive technology. Um, and, and you're talking to other MLSs, bigger, smaller, you know, and, and middle. Um, you know, what are they saying? Are they, 
having um, issues with their MLS? Is there, you know, is there something like a biggest challenge to the MLS in the next three years? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things uh, challenges to the MLS is that they would like to consolidate more and, and obviously give their um, agents and brokers more access to data. And so we're very, you know, lucky in this marketplace that we have been able to be at the forefront of really um, having over 120 miles of coastline just in our own MLS. Um, and several billion dollars worth of inventory. So you know, we know that obviously when consumers contact you all that sometimes they think that they want to be in one marketplace and really they actually you know, want to be in another. And so by you having all that information in the MLS, you can continue to service them um, if you feel that, that that's the need. So that is a luxury that, that we have in our marketplace that many MLSs don't. Um, you know, we now have 35,000 subscribers to our MLS. Um, you know, a large MLS nationwide is considered 10,000 subscribers. So uh, when you think about that, that the, the barriers that they have in their marketplace just to having access to data and inventory, um, that is, is something that, you know, we have obviously that they're very, um, you know, envious of, I would say. Sure. You know, and, and it's really through those mergers that, you know, that we've kind of done it. And, 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 and as broker owners, you know, they, we talk about, you know, scalability all the time, you know, you know, we have to keep scaling and scaling and scaling. So um, you've uh, done it in process. Um, so, you know, uh, last two questions. One is, um, how's the association? What's the state of the association now um, and, um, you know, and in, in the future? So the State of the Association is wonderful. We have about 75 staff members, and as I said, we cover about 120 miles of coastline. Um, you know, with this last merger, or actually the merge before this with the Greater Fort Lauderdale Board and the Palm Beaches, we decided to break into regional marketplaces. So um, we thought it would be great for us to have a large marketplace so, so brokers could, and agents could have access to all this data and inventory, but we still know that it's about local marketplaces and neighborhoods. So we wanted to make sure that even though we went large, that we were all still able to um, come together in local marketplaces and make sure that they were represented well. So um, we broke into these major regional boards, and I know you're on the South Palm Beach County Regional Board, and um, they are always placing an emphasis on making sure that the realtors in that marketplace are served. So um, we think that that has really been great for the association uh, to make sure that we're kind of going back to being hyper-local at the same time that we've expanded on, on an MLS side. Um, we are, we just opened, um, we'll really obtain two new offices in the Broward County Marketplace. The merger with the South Broward Board of Realtors has given us an office in Pembroke Pines, and then we actually are opening an office in Hollywood. Um, and that's great because those were marketplaces that were uh, not met either. And so we, about a few months ago, we opened a new office in Palm Beach Gardens to better service the members there. Uh, they were having a hard time with enough parking, a very active membership, um, more classroom space that they needed. So we were able to open a classroom there. And um, we are hoping to do some um, upgrades in our other offices as well. So the, um, you know, the association world is, is, is doing well. Um, you know that our main um, emphasis on the association side is customer service. We have a 92% pickup rate if you call in our office. Uh, we will return your phone call in a matter of probably about 10 minutes if you leave a voicemail. We also have virtual chat that we just added in the last year and also weekend support as well. So if you have a lockbox that maybe is malfunctioning, you can log on to the website, um, put in your, your issue on the chat, and you'll get somebody right away to be able to assist you. So 
um, you know, making sure that as we expand and grow uh, larger that we're also concentrating on what's really important um, at a localized level when it comes to our regional marketplaces and customer service. And then data is a big thing, you know, obviously, um, you know, with the merger of Greater Fort Lauderdale, people thought like when you get the, the merger of Greater Fort Lauderdale, you just push a button and all the fields would be mapped and it's <laughs> easy and we just go on That'd in our nice. merry way and we skip to the loop. But uh, um, that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult, but um, it looks like, uh, you know, we're almost there, I, I believe. Um, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, a significant um, data exchange, you know, from Fort Lauderdale from where it was to what it's now, you know, because you could basically see, you know, you know, you know if you look at Miami's data versus what Fort Lauderdale's data, that's sort of basically sort of the differences in that, you know, you don't get all the complete fields from um, Miami yet, um, but the Fort Lauderdale fields are pretty much uh, pretty much there, so, right, right. Um, and that's amazing. Yeah, we, um, you know, luckily with, with the Flex system, we're able to uh, create a lot of our own fields and, and do that work ourselves in order to make sure that the data fields are matched up with the matrix system, which that's most great. of our Broward members use. So last question is, I always, I always ask, uh, so what do we not know about Deanna Hall that maybe uh, you'd like to, I don't know, put you on, I put you on the spot. Like to share? Yeah, like, or not like to share would probably be better, but. <laughs> one, uh, one thing, jeez. Um, you know, I think that um, I, I've, I'm a very uh, real person, just like everyone else, where I have little kids at home and I'm rushing them off to school in the morning and you know, I'm trying to return phone calls just like everybody else. And, um, you know, my heart, I've been with the association for almost 15 years and um, I love doing what, what we do. I really believe in, in realtors and representing their communities. Um, I started as a local lobbyist and um, I am just really proud to serve you as your CEO. That's awesome. Uh, well, we couldn't be happier. I mean, you know, I speak to a lot of agents and brokers, um, you know, and, and um, this is by far the most positive uh, that agents and brokers have been about our association. Um, I mean, you could see in the chat rooms and stuff like that, you know, um, we don't really see too much negative negativity. You know, there's a few uh, outliers, but um, you know, other than that, you know, um, really, you're, you're doing a phenomenal job and, and I, you know, I, I speak to myself, but I also speak to um, you know all these agents and brokers, I feel the the same way. So we I appreciate you appreciate. taking the time to be involved, and and you know everybody's watching this. We really want you to be involved in your association, your MLS. Uh, you all making decisions are the way that we continue to improve ourselves on the association MLS level. You know, as I said, David sits on one of our regional boards, and we are actually about to have an MLS board of directors meeting, uh, which he serves on as well. And uh, we are always looking for people with a bunch of ideas to kind of make our association and MLS better. So. Uh, please come out and, and participate. We'd love to have all your ideas. Yeah, and if you haven't, uh, you know, you, if you haven't thought about participation, I mean, the first, you know, step obviously is just to reach out to us. Um, the second step is to maybe apply for the Leadership Academy. Um, I think the Leadership Academy uh, uh, changed my outlook on the association and the involvement and giving back, um, and our pack as well. And you know, when you're looking at it, um, it's really important to be in touch with your uh, association so you can be in touch with your consumers. So uh, we certainly appreciate it. And uh, thank you very much, Deanna. This is a real pleasure and honor. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Uh, we're confirming our director of marketing, Rebecca Steinhaus, says we're confirming. We have two or three uh, people that are lined up. We're just seeing which one.
is awesome ladies <laughs> thanks <laughs> take care guys breakfast with the broker every tuesday at 9 a.m thanks so much